Welcome to Behind the Scenes with Brian, the podcast covering everything from engineering, mining, and mine waste management to whatever else may be on our minds. Pop in your headphones and don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share. And now, here is your host, Brian Ulrich. everyone this is brian and this is behind the scenes with brian and i am joined by a couple of engineers today from golder associates alexandra and Hossein. morning how, how are both of you good brian good, good morning brian very good thanks good good excellent excellent uh i want to talk to you about a dam break paper that you wrote but i want to learn a little bit more about each of you your background your your career your uh education maybe alexandra will start with you tell us a little bit about yourself sure um well i'm from australia originally i grew up in a little place um called tasmania um i then traveled to adelaide um, and i studied a bachelor of civil and structural engineering at the university of adelaide and when I graduated, I was really interested in geotechnical engineering, um, which is when I actually started working with Golder. I got my first job with Golder. Um, I've been working with them for about six years now in the area of tailings. So I do a lot of design of tailings dams, um, tailings design, mining engineering. Um, and after working in Adelaide for a few years with Golda, I actually transferred to their Santiago office. So I've been living and working in Santiago for the last two and a half years or so. Oh, great. So just out of curiosity, so we're recording this during the pandemic. So how is the office operating in Santiago? Is everybody working remotely? Everybody's working remotely, yeah. So we, yeah. we went into total shutdown in March. Um, and everybody was kind of constrained to their houses for the last six months. And it's only been in the last month or so that we've been allowed back outside again. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I asked somebody, I've, I've got a really good friend that lives in Santiago, and I said, are you shutting down the, the mass transit? And he said, no, we wouldn't be able to operate without the mass transit. But did they shut down? Um, no, they, they kept the transit system open. It's a really, really incredible metro system, a big underground system. Yeah. And everybody uses it every single day. And yeah. there was still a lot of people working what they what they deemed essential workers. Hmm. But yeah, they were actually running free testing at the entry and exits of the stations. Oh, interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Okay. Okay. And Jose, how about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I uh, I grew up in Iran, in uh, north of Iran, in a province uh, called Ilan by the uh, by the Caspian Sea. And uh, basically, I remember the summertime. Uh, my dad used to uh, take us for uh, swim uh, swimming in the in the Caspian Sea. So I guess uh, I was uh, interested really uh, in the water from the uh, from the start. And uh, I did my undergraduate studies in uh, in civil engineering. And, uh, and then moved to Canada, to Ottawa, to University of Ottawa to do my master's, uh, master's study in water resources engineering. And uh, immediately after, I started working with Golder, uh, Golder Associates here in Calgary. And uh, it's been seven years now that, uh, that I'm working for Golder. It's been uh, it's been a very uh, very nice and interesting journey, and uh, I had the opportunity, you know, uh, to work on uh, on very different projects uh, in, in 
different regions in the world. So uh, it's been it's been very exciting. Um, uh, I'm, I'm very focused on uh, mine water management, uh, river and coastal engineering uh, side of uh, water resources. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been uh, it's been quite interesting uh, past seven years. No, oh, that's great. Uh, Iran must have some amazing universities for civil engineering. I know a lot of lot of engineers come from Iran, and they seem like it's it seems like the educational system there is really good. Yes, yes, no, it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, we have a very robust, I guess, uh, education, higher educational uh, kind of system, and uh, no, it's uh, it's like engineering wise, it's uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to visit Iran one of these days. The area is just so rich in history. I, yes, I, yes, no, that should be fine. Yeah. I had the pleasure of working for about a half a year in Uzbekistan many years ago, and there's some similarities in some of the historical um, background, the the architecture. It's, I, I just found it fascinating there. Absolutely, yeah. Persepolis is uh, is the biggest one, probably. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. So, Alexandra, maybe you could tell us a little bit about Golder and Associates. How big is the company? Where are they? And what kind of work do you specialize in? I mean, as a company? Yeah, so Golder is a global company. We have offices, I think, all around the world. Um, we focus our, our core skill is geotechnical engineering, I think, um, we work for, or earth engineering is kind of what we market ourselves as. Um, we work a lot in, we do infrastructure projects and civil infrastructure projects. And um, on top of that, we do a lot of mining work. So I think Hossein and myself are both focused in the mining field. Um, we do a lot of closure plans, operational developments, assisting the development of designs um, for mining, both water and aspects. Um, we also have, I guess, teams that can assist with pipelines and pumping and processing of mine sites. Um, and then we do a lot of the environmental and sustainability side of mining as well. So we, we try and incorporate that into most of our designs with our client. Our key focus is really um, to do no harm. We, we don't want to leave the world a worse place than, than the way it came. We got it. And yeah, so we focus a lot on the geotechnical side of things. It's really our core skill. Yeah, and I always think in, in our line of work that we're environmental engineers and we help mining companies and others with their waste management. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, Hussein, do you um, have anything to add on to that description of Golders services? No, that uh, that was pretty accurate as explained by Alexandra. So, Golder uh, was initially started like as ground engineering basically company and uh, later on uh, you know, uh, it involved uh, doing a lot of uh, environmental studies as well for, for mining and other sectors. And uh, now, for example, in our Calgary uh, office, uh, environmental impact assessment, uh, mine, mine water management, uh, and then environmental aspects are basically a big part of the business. Yeah. So, so I want to talk to you about a paper that you recently published. I think you had a couple of other co-authors on there. Hussein, your background in water resources must have come in very handy in this publication. Yeah, I hope so. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, the uh, the idea initially started uh, as Alexandra and myself were basically talking on uh, on various projects, and uh, we really uh, felt the need, uh, I guess, of uh, of such uh, such paper because. Uh, you know the industry is uh, is getting you know a bit uh, sensitive around this topic, and uh, we know the importance of that. And uh, even if you, for example, look at uh, only uh, 2020, you know the number of the breaches that happened, especially in the tailings uh, side. So uh, I think that highlights the importance of the uh, of the topic and uh, and the need for. For, for more research. And uh, we, we are aware that uh, this is uh, probably just the beginning and the start of uh, you know, doing research on this topic more because uh, the whole process is uh, very uncertain and uh, definitely needs uh, more attention from both engineers and researchers. So that's how, uh, how it uh, got started. Yeah, and then dam break analyses have always been very important to inform owners and, and others that might be affected of, of areas that could be impacted with a potential dam break. But there's not been great guidance on parameter selection, dam uh, breach type, um, amount of uh, tailings that could be re released. And this paper um, makes a really good attempt at, at getting people a good starting point. So, Alexandra, what inspired you to put all this effort into this paper, which I think is a very important paper? Yeah, so uh, when I came to Santiago, I was actually tasked with undertaking a dam breach And when I spoke with someone at the time, it was the first one I'd ever looked at. And I did a whole heap of research and I realized there's a lot of information missing. Typically, these studies are undertaken by water engineers, but when we're looking at tailings, the tailings doesn't behave like a water when it, when, it, when it spills out. And so there was a lot more work that I realised needed to be done on estimating release volumes of tailings, understanding how the tailings flows and how that differs to a water flow. Um, so I just realised there was a big gap in what we were doing. And I actually started off... Um, I, I've written a different paper where I started off doing a bit of research and just for this project I, I realised I had a lot of work to do and a lot of research before I could complete the project and deliver something that I was happy with, happy with the results for because these assessments get used to develop emergency evacuation plans for surrounding communities. Um, they're really quite important for um, people's livelihoods. Um, and then that brought me to collaborate with Hossein in our Calgary office and he's a water engineer and I think it's been a really good working relationship um, to have the water side of things and the geotechnical side of things and kind of merge that into a tailings dam breach assessment study. So it inspired me because when I was looking for this information it just wasn't really easily available and I think as an industry we acknowledge that there's a lot of work to be done and this was just a way of kind of collaborating that information and putting it into a way that industry can take this document and this paper and work on it and develop from here and kind of use it as a baseline guide. Yeah, that, that's great. And uh, like Hussein said, the the, uh, the the world is looking way more closely at tailings facilities. So to be able to run a sensible and well-constructed dam break analysis is even more important now because we're all under a 
microscope um, since some of the most recent dam break incidents. And so I think this should go a long way in helping people to understand what, how to operate their, their uh, dam break analysis. Yeah, that's what we're hoping to get out of it. And we hope that um, industry can kind of adopt it and then work on it and make make it even better and as a whole work towards something that's um, even more accurate and even more reliable. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed that this was not just an internal white paper to have Golder being the world leader in dam break analyses and that you've shared the knowledge with the rest of the industry. Golda were very supportive um, in taking this paper. So we actually have two other the two other authors listed on this paper, Alfredo Arenas and Huazang. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if that's the correct pronunciation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, they're kind of the um, some senior engineers in this field and they were very helpful in reviewing the paper. So Hossein and I put it all together and then they provided feedback and input and development. And um, yeah, they were really happy to have it published. And I think it's one of those things where we're not trying to, comp- well, I mean, of course, we're competing for this kind of work, but the primary goal as engineers shouldn't be to be competitive and hoard information. It should be knowledge sharing and making sure that we're developing the field of engineering and making it a better place and safer. Yeah, that's certainly a, a great goal and a, a great way, a wonderful way to think about it. So. Jose, where would people find this paper? And I can, I can put that in the show notes too. Where was where was it published? That's uh, published in the Journal of uh, Mind, Water, and the Environment, and uh, it's available. Like uh, it's available online now on their uh, website. If they go on their current uh, issue right now, uh, they should be able to find it there. And uh, yeah, and. Uh, probably read it uh, on the website or uh, if they have uh, access to download it yeah we can do that on the uh, on the website oh, that's fantastic that's fantastic so I, I think we've covered everything that I had was there anything that either of you would like to add into the conversation what's next where do you go from here um, what what's what's the next step? Yeah, I, uh, I would like to add, uh, I mean, uh, Alexandra uh, covered part of this, but uh, yeah, again, uh, we acknowledge that, uh, you know, this paper, uh, when you look at it uh, for the first time, it might be a bit uh, lengthy, but uh, the reason behind that is that, uh, you know, the uh, tailings Zambridge uh, analysis, uh, unlike the traditional water, you know, Zambridge uh, uh, analysis, is, is, is a complex process and is multidisciplinary basically. It's, uh, it has water, tailings, geotechnical and uh, many other uh, parameters and uh, we tried this paper to be a kind of a one-stop start for, for uh, other engineers and researchers that are working in this area but uh, definitely as highlighted in the paper uh, more more research is required, and uh, we are actually very happy that uh, seeing that you know universities and uh, other you know uh, non-academic uh, sectors are investing in this, like from uh, different stakeholders, from mine owner to public to uh, you know uh, consultants. So I hope that uh, this would be uh, the start for uh, something much better. 
Yeah, well, one of the things I thought was really interesting about the paper is that you can compare and contrast different approaches, whether it's the computer program, the software, or how you represent the strength of the tailings that's released in the in dam break. I thought I thought that was very interesting, and and you draw conclusions too to. Uh, try to help the reader decide on which approach should be the, the one that they adopt. Yes, yes, no, exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, different software, different approaches, and, uh, you know, different methods basically being used right now. Um, you know, uh, some people would argue on the, uh, on the methods, but uh, we should all uh, consider this, that, uh, you know, there is, there is no one, you know, recipe working for all uh, all tailing stands, and uh, depending on the region, depending on the uh, materials, so uh, those those could be changed. And uh, yeah, I, I hope that uh, the paper provides some insight uh, on that as well. Yeah, it certainly does. And Alexandra, I understand that you're returning to Australia soon. Yes, I am. I'm flying back on Sunday to Australia. I'm actually starting my PhD at the University of Western Australia. So I'll be oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Andy, oh. is a, Andy is a really good friend of mine. I've known Andy for many, many years, and he has an amazing way to explain complicated things very simply. Yeah, no, he's incredible. I met him here in Santiago um, when I was presenting at an ITRB, and yeah, I'm really excited to start researching with him and yeah. hopefully we can develop some cool stuff. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Uh, I know he does. He has some really outstanding students, so I'm, I'm sure that your your uh, education there will be incredible. Yeah, no, I'm very excited. Okay. Well, that's great. Um, so do you, either of you have any parting shots or words of wisdom to leave our, our listeners with? I think Hossein touched on this, but um, I, I guess with these studies, what, what we really realised from this research was that there's a million different ways you could justify that your assessment is right. And we hope that this paper can be used so that people can adopt site-specific and really consider what, what's specific to their facility that they're analysing and use the correct background data and empirical methods to, to estimate their volume release, estimate their breach formation, um, and just not do a copy-paste um, of a previous dam breach assessment, but really put that focus into making sure it's specific to the facility that you're working on. Uh, that's really good advice, yeah. Um, I have a friend who used to say, uh, instead of garbage in, garbage out, he would say garbage in, gospel out. And I think that's that's what a lot of people think is that this is the answer. And uh, another friend of mine has the expression that all models are inherently wrong but some of them are useful and you you really want to try to try to get a model that's useful it, it, it's never going to be right even if you um, created a dam and made it fail your model's never going to be right even with even if it's within a, a fraction of a um, decimal away from what was actually done is not going to be right but at least it should be useful and I, I think people can make a more useful model if they follow the procedures that are outlined in your paper so Hussein could you t- t- 
tell us the name of your paper? Do you recall? Yes, yes. The uh, name of the paper is Tailing Stanbridge Analysis, a review of methods, practices, and uh, uncertainties. And it's been published in the uh, Journal of Mind, Water, and the Environment. And uh, the uh, date of publication is, uh, the publication was accepted on uh, 17th of September, 2020. Okay, that's great. Um, I, I would really encourage anybody that ever gets involved in a dam break analysis to have a look at the paper. You don't have to be the person who's operating, but if you ever um, are involved with the review or oversight of dam break analysis, I, I, I would really advise people to take a look at it. And of course, the people that are actually doing the dam break analysis would really benefit from having that paper uh, in their collection and, and knowing it thoroughly. Thanks, Brian. Yeah. And, and with that, uh, unless you have anything else to say, I, I think I'll let you go back to your day. Uh, it's Friday and hope you're looking forward to the weekend. And I know that you're looking forward to your travels and your the next stage of your life, Alexandra. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Thanks for catching up with us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah thank you. And thanks for sharing your time and helping to make me a little bit smarter today. Thank you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that's it. I'm Brian, and this is Behind the Scenes with Brian. Until next time, keep on rockin'.